0: Hawaiian language, aloha is more than a salutation. It can mean love, affection, compassion, mercy, sympathy, kindness, and even grace. But living aloha is the coordination of the mind and the heart within each of us with a mutual regard and affection that can extend warmth and caring. And here's the key part, with no obligation in return. So join us as we explore life through the eyes of the Aloha spirit, and Mahalo for listening. Welcome, 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 everybody to a pretty interesting podcast. I have my sister on uh, on the show. Say hi, Morgan. Hello, everyone. (laughs) So uh, my sister is, is, I mean, this isn't your world. Podcasting and media, that's not your world, would you say, Morgan? Definitely
1: not. I'm hoping that I'm podcastable for you and I don't (laughs) let you down. I'm going to try my best to do this right just for you. Well, she said that (laughs) to me. I'm nervous on the other side over here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She said that to me the other day. I hope I'm podcastable. And I said, do you have a voice? And do you use it? And she said, yes. And I said, there you go. I said, that's all you need. So we're super excited (laughs) and nervous and all the awesome things that come along with sharing someone's story. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. So I introduced her as my sister, but if we're going to get super technical, Morgan is my stepsister. And that is actually the topic of today's podcast is you know what do you do when you find yourself uh, a blended family? You all of a sudden you've got this stepsister, and you know um, Morgan, what was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite movie
1: as a kid? Your favorite Disney movie. Uh-huh. Oh, it was Cinderella, and, of course, there was the wicked stepmom and the evil stepsister, and, of course, I was Cinderella. It wasn't the other way around. I was Cinderella, and I looked at you just like the evil stepsister, because that's what you were in my mind. So there's no way you could be Cinderella. No, and I could be the evil stepsister. there's absolutely
0: no way, <laughs> absolutely no way. Plus, I mean, you have kind of blonde, strawberry blonde hair, and I have kind of brunette you know, you know, kind of hair. So <laughs> it, I, I'll play that role. That's fine. So we're gonna turn back time, and we're gonna go back to when uh, how we became stepsisters. So Morgan, you wanna? Why don't you start us off with that story about you know? the beginning of our blended family.
1: Yeah, I think um just you and I, we were young. I think we had to be probably seventh and eighth grade. It's hard for me to remember that far back, but we just both found ourselves kind of automatically in this family. Our parents um, got married, and then I think they kind of expected us just to immediately have this bond and be sisters. Um And quite frankly, like, that was the last thing I wanted to do. I think <laughs> probably, like, most... um Most blended families, I hated everything about it. You weren't my family. I wanted nothing to do with you, and it was completely out of my norm. And by, you know, 13, that's the awkward ages, like, what is this? You don't just start a new family at 13. And I think it just started off definitely on the wrong foot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, this we talked about this podcast before we, you know, we started recording, and we definitely wanted to make sure that you know, we didn't throw our parents under the bus for anything, but we wanted to say how we felt in that moment. And, um, you know, that that's how Morgan felt. She didn't want anything, you know, to do with, with me. And um, so my mom married her dad. And, um, you know, she... Morgan, were you an only child? Yes. And all of a sudden... I was an only
1: child, nothing.
0: <laughs> not, yeah, and all of a sudden she's got a stepbrother and a stepsister. And, you know... Barring the divorce emotions, there are emotions that come along with, you know, now there's this, uh, these other kids or this other kid who is getting attention from, you know, my dad and my mom, you know, all that, all that stuff, and that can be crazy. For me, though, I didn't feel like I didn't want anything to do with you personally. Um, but I definitely wasn't like, yay sister. (laughs) I was just kind of like, um, I mean, I just want to go about my life. Like I was like, I, I don't, I didn't hate you, but I didn't like you. I wasn't, you know, I was just kind of like, if I could just go about my life, that'd be great. So what did you think?
1: Yeah, I think it just felt maybe more forced to me. Like it was, okay, I'm marrying this woman, we're going to be a family. And it's so it just felt forced more than like this natural thing of let me get to know you and then decide if I like you or not. <laughs> um, it was like, you, they were married and we had to like each other was kind of the way it felt. Yeah. So we were made
0: to like each other, meaning, you know, let's, let's talk about how our, our parents put us in situations where we had to spend time together. Um, and I think our first hangout was a concert, correct? Correct. We went to the G105
1: Big <laughs> Big.
0: <laughs> and I, um, I'll, tell my, I'll tell my emotions first, then you can tell yours. I remember um, being very nervous. Uh, I was a little bit afraid of you. And I begged my mom and uh, my stepdad to buy me a new outfit, because I didn't, I wanted to impress you, and I was like, I don't want to look like a ragamuffin going into this thing, and uh, I always had hand-me-down clothes, <laughs> like always, I was never um, a fashion, it's probably why I love fashion so much right now, but, um, I re- and I remember the outfit, I remember going to the Gap, I remember it like it was yesterday, um, it was one of those moments, and also being like, this child might swallow me whole like I remember being so scared um, and then I found out you were bringing a friend and I was like, whew, okay, that'll be a little better. Okay, she's bringing a friend And um, other than that we took a picture which I need to hunt that picture down. Um, other than that, I don't remember much about the concert. What about you? Um You're making
1: me tear up a little bit, because as a mom, I just think of you as that 13-year-old girl and being so scared, and like, my heart hurts for you, and (laughs) this is ridiculous, but this is the mom coming out at me, Um, and I hate that you had to go through that at that age, Um, but yes, I, it's it's actually funny, I remember being very nervous, too, because um, not that I thought you were going to, I wasn't scared of you, but it was also kind of this, I've got to. I've got to impress her a little bit too, and I'm going to bring my friend for this buffer so that there's not these awkward conversations because I don't know you. And I was nervous too, I guess, just in a little bit different way. Um, and it's just, oh, like I said, my heart just hurts that, like, <laughs> that we as children even had to go through this because um, it just, oh, it just breaks my heart for the the teenage of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we'll get to
0: obviously. I mean, we're on this call together, so spoiler alert: we love each other. Um, we love each other, but, um, it's really important to me that people who are listening to this podcast and might be, you know, smack dab in the middle of this situation or even parents who might be going through this for them to realize like what you just said, don't like, there are times when you can quote unquote force it. Like, I'm glad we went to that concert because the ice has got to get broken somehow Um, but you said the word force and I would just say expectations, like just let the kids feel what they want to feel, you know, and, you know, give them opportunities, um, to be together. Like, I feel like the concert was, um, but not forced, like you said, would you agree?
1: Absolutely.
0: 100% agree. Yeah. So then cut to, and the only reason I know the the year of this birthday is because we have a picture. Um, my 15th birthday, we went to Kong and once again, you brought the same buffer friend. <laughs> so it had to.
1: It had to Clearly, she was my security blanket, and I don't even talk to her, I don't think, anymore. <laughs> but she served at the her time, purpose. She's a great security.
0: <laughs> and I got wind to what she was doing, and I brought a buffer friend. And we had my birthday at Conkey, and I don't remember being as nervous that time. I do remember wanting another new outfit though, and uh, because it was my birthday, I got it. And um, I don't remember much about that day.
1: Do you? The only thing I remember. <laughs> Is that you got a hair dryer for that birthday <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only thing I remember really I remember being there uh, with the girlfriends um and you got a hair dryer and that's about all I remember from that one. Oh, what a
0: great birthday present <laughs> 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 yeah we'll side swipe that so um, I have a lot of hair you know it's it's fine
1: um So, wait, can we just, can I interject one thing? Absolutely. About hair. Do you remember that time we dyed your hair, but it didn't turn blonde and it was orange? No. When was that? Oh, my gosh. This is when we had finally like gotten together uh-huh. and we were okay with things. And I would spend the night at the house and we tried dyeing your hair blonde and we did not leave the box dye on. We did blonde highlights and your hair was orange. <laughs> like it was orange and I felt awful because you had orange hair and I did it. <laughs> oh,
0: I do remember that because my mom let me go to the salon for the very first time after that to get it fixed. I do remember that. Uh. And I remember I remember being like, thank God this happened. I could go to the salon for the first time. <laughs>
1: yes. A negative turned positive. Sister LeBons grew from there.
0: My cousin Alex once cut me bangs and she should have never cut bangs on any, even a doll much less, uh, you know, her cousin. <laughs> it's just it's whatever. <laughs> um, good times. Yeah, good times. So Let's get to before the, so we had these two times that we were, you know, pushed together. And like I said, you know, in hindsight, I'm glad that that happened. Um, And then I, I don't remember what had, what had transpired to make us have this conversation that we're about to talk about, but you were at my house, so it, you had to have felt, Like, you were spending the night, because I remember we stayed up, like, all night having this conversation. Something happened to make us start talking, and um, because we're so old and we can't remember, all I remember (laughs) (laughs) was we just decided that we weren't going to let our parents write our narrative. And I remember, like I said, staying up all night and just talking about... All the things we just talked about like how we felt with our parents getting married and you know basically where we were coming from and getting to know the little emotions you don't talk each about. other yeah like the insecurities in yeah, each other mm-hmm. what do you remember about that time
1: um yeah i think we just kind of realized too that it wasn't it wasn't our it wasn't our story that it was their it was their marriage, and we were trying to base things based off their relationship, and we had never really gotten to know each other for who we were, yeah. um, for who each other was. Um, and I think it was just really, like, I got to know you as just Mariah and not you as my stepsister, and, you know, that I was, I had to be over there getting to know you and the things you like. Like, I genuinely wanted to know you as a friend. Yeah. Um, and then...
0: You know, we would think, you know, we can piece together memories because that had to have been obviously after my 15th birthday and you're, uh, one year, mm-hmm. one year older than me. Um, yep. but we definitely know that by your senior year, my junior year, and for sure mm-hmm. my senior year, um, we were very close. Um, we had a job together. Absolutely. <laughs> we had a job together. <laughs> um, we, you know, you used to pick me up after school, um, and we'd hang out. Yeah, like, what do you remember about that time? You stole uh... Yeah,
1: I picked you up. <laughs> I stole um, cones on the side of the road for you to decorate for your 16th birthday. Yeah. That is so loud. I forgot that I used to pick you up after school, and I think we would ride with the windows down, and you I might have picked up one other guy that worked with us, um, No, I, totally I think we remember just felt that. so cool and
0: carefree. Yeah, um, I can't listen to um, Sixpence None the Richer and Faith Hill This Kiss Without Thinking About You. Both of those songs remind me of you and that time and the Ford Explorer and your truck and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and riding when the window's down and, you know, just being cool teenagers. And that job. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And that job that we had together was crazy town. But then my senior year, we went to Puerto Rico together. So we know that by then we, we were did. we were super close.
1: We were okay being in the same room and traveling <laughs> alone together. We thought we had made it by the time we went to Puerto Rico, my going into my freshman year of college and right after your senior year. Yeah. Or wait, but, I guess. It, well, yeah, maybe one more. Never mind. (laughs) No, it was
0: good. Going into my senior, going into my freshman year, and you were going into your sophomore year. Sophomore year. Yeah, that sounds right. And this is where you know our story is really interesting. One because of our memories, but two, it's really important to know that while at that time we took control of our of our story, that didn't mean that we were even where we are today, or everything was, you know roses and rainbows um why don't you cut to um the next part of our our story that you remember
1: yeah like you said it is hard to remember those early years and i think um probably some of that is for a good thing but (laughs) even though we were in such a good place with each other you know life gets in the way of things and you do have your ups and downs and i was going through you know being a first-time mom and you were going with moving and I think somewhere along in there we both got caught up in our own our own life Um, and not that we weren't on this not that we didn't love each other not that we weren't supportive of each other but we just got caught up in our own stories and I think we were both a little bit resentful of each other for not being there for each other during those moments while it wasn't on purpose at all it's just how life is yeah whereas now I think we have learned like, this is life, we're going through crazy times. We can talk to each other, but we understand, I think we just have a better understanding now. We accept each other for who we are.
0: My biggest thing for me as I sit here and think about it now is, this is gonna, it's gonna sound weird, but I've, I now know that I have a responsibility to be your sister. And that, yeah. that comes with checking in on you like you are one of the people if I haven't talked to you in a while I have to check in on you and sometimes a while for you and I is a day sometimes it's a week yeah. um sometimes it's a couple of hours as you've texted me being like I haven't heard from you in a couple of hours but I I know for a fact I'll speak for me back then I didn't feel like I had a responsibility you know, you were just, yeah, we were fine. This my sisters. No big deal. We don't hate each other's guts, uh, but we're not, you know, um, you know, besties by any, by any sense mm-hmm. of the imagination. But I realized that to truly become sisters and not stepsisters, you were my responsibility to look out for you, to love you, to support you. Um, you know just like i would do everyone else in my quote unquote normal family um i had to take out that step meaning yes the word step but there was always there's always this weird barrier where you're like it's people even say it sometimes and i know sometimes you and i have even said it when we're talking like it's not blood well great but in my eyes, I see no difference now. And I think that to me was a, a, a changing point that I was like, this is just somebody whose back I always have.
1: Yeah, and it's not, it's not a blood thing. And it, yeah, it's not, we're not blood related, but I don't think we have to be to be related anymore. And I think for a long time, even through those good years after we were still close and in each other's lives and didn't hate each other and didn't resent each other, we said we didn't use the step. Part of stepsister, but I feel like we were almost still living it. Whereas now, like there is no doubt in my mind that you are my sister. When I when people ask, I say yes, I have a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and step doesn't even it doesn't even begin to ring a bell because you are you are my sister. You are my kid's aunt. Like you are family, and there is there's nothing else. You are family. Period. Yeah. And that's only come within the last few years. I think like just blessed by. Like you said, the responsibility that I have towards you in the best way possible.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't see it as a burden in any way, shape, or form. It's
1: not a burden at all. No. No, no I want that responsibility. I want the responsibility of being your sister. Like, I want the responsibility of being a parent to my kids. Like, right. I adore it. And I,
0: I, I think it's so interesting how that came about because I want to go back to, like, when this quote-unquote step part was still there. I think a lot of it was because I was like, I looked at you and I was like, you know, yeah, that's, that's my stepsister. She's cool. But we are night and day different. Like other than our faith and back then. That's probably I, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about back then. Uh, we'll talk about five, six years ago, maybe even more. Other than our faith, there's really nothing in common. Like our paths would never cross. Um, Ever. Ever. (laughs) You know, um, and I remember when you first started what would now be known as the Vintage B,
1: 2011. (laughs) (laughs) Grab me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you, it was the Infinity Scarf, remember? Mm -hmm. And for some Mm -hmm. reason, we were texting about that and we started... Um, pinteresting together and I realized that that was our common ground was creativity and also again I'll speak for me and then I'll let you speak up but I remember it I was like oh this is fun with her like I love that we're both creative and even sometimes even now still sometimes like we don't have the same taste because we're so different but I love watching your creative mind go crazy. And I love when you ask me your, my opinion on something and stuff like that. And I just remember being like, this is, this is a place we can grow our common ground. Would you say, what would you say about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the thing. Like we just feed off of each other so well with that creativity. Cause you're right. It's not the same. Like our, our, our creativity is still so different, but like I feed off of your, um, I feed off of your, your ideas and what you like and what you don't like, and it kind of moves me into a direction of like where I should go with my creativity. Like I, I, I love it. I love asking you your opinions, and I love that you're honest. Like oh, I don't really like that, but maybe if you changed X, Y, and Z, um,
0: yeah, or even like I've, that is I've our always, common ground.
1: It is, and I've always
0: said like to, like not my style, but I, you know, but like, so, and then it's so funny. I love that every time I say that it's like your number one selling piece. Like everyone else loves it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Well, and that's, but that's what's so awesome about it. Like, even if you don't like it, like, and you can say that you don't like it, but it's, it's those pieces. I think that I'll tweak a little bit to push it to be the bestseller because I don't want to prove you wrong by any means but it's like okay she doesn't like this but what doesn't she like about it let me use this you're just such an inspiration like it pushes me to be a more creative person yeah
0: so we we found this common ground within creativity and i remember we hung out there for a while like um we even (laughs) like we were like we have to we have to own a business together we have to do something together and we couldn't we could never figure out what that was and you know we had Pinterest boards going like crazy and we won't tell everybody our idea on here just in case we ever it ever takes off the ground but um that's right if we ever go back to it (laughs) but I remember through that I saw you as a friend and that was when I realized I was like like she's she's somebody I would choose to be in my life even if I didn't have to and that was like yeah. the moment that I was like, what's that step word? I don't even know
1: that word no more. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was, that is funny. That's funny. Now that you look back on it and see that creativity as that, um, as that changing, defining moment in our relationship almost where it was more of a friendship and I wanted, you know, to be part of your life because, I know for you, like your creativity, in a completely different way than mine. But it's just been such a therapy to you and such mm-hmm. an outlet for you. And like, so through that creativity, for both of us, not only has it brought us together, but it's made us into the people that we are and that we're proud of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So let's
0: now that we've told our our little our little love story. What <laughs> um, what would you? Let's first start with advice for the kids. Let's 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 think to kids that might be going through this situation now. And I'm going to use the term "kids" in air quotes because these might be grown-up kids. Maybe it right. maybe it, this just happened to them, or maybe it happened to them years ago and they've still not embraced it. Um, what kind of advice would you give from your perspective?
1: Um, that that as. Step siblings or a new sibling that they have to write their own story like their parents story is not your story and the situation that they find themselves in is no fault of their own and they can't base their relationship on what they think they know about the situation Mm -hmm. because nobody truly knows the situation
0: yep that's really good stuff I mean you
1: have to go into it a blank canvas for each other
0: hmm you do yeah because if you come with your own baggage and your own assumptions and and all that you've you've broken it before it even starts
1: then that's my biggest regret Mara. I mean like that is my biggest regret is why didn't we realize this sooner like I needed you so many times before and we were young and we didn't understand and I do think there's something to say about maturity And, you know, as you get older, things are just always different. You see things in a different light. But, oh, gosh, if I could go back and tell my 13- or 14-year-old self, like, (laughs) just love you. Like, love you with everything that I have because, oh, I wish I had you during some some different phases in life where we weren't as close as we are now. Because you are my rock a lot of times. You made
0: me cry. But I think... I mean, honestly, with, with this kind of hindsight, we have no choice, but to say, but it made us better people. And I mean, this is just our story, but hopefully, you know, if there are any, um, you know, kids of divorce listening, just, I assure you like love should win. Like the love you have for these siblings should win. Who cares who did what or what did who cares? Like in the yep, grand scheme of things, story. exactly. In the grand scheme of things, just find some common ground and start fresh. And
1: yeah, um, we th- can find common ground. Anyone can. Right. <laughs> a-, a therapist
0: once told me um when I was wondering why someone had not ever made the first step, the first move. And she was like, you're waiting for someone to be. A knight in shining armor. She was like, What if that was you? And the way she put it didn't make me say, But I want people to come to me. I want this to happen to me. I was like, Yeah, I want to be the knight in shining armor. There's nothing wrong with me starting the communication first. Like, there's nothing wrong with being that vulnerable. So, that's really good advice, Mo. What would be your advice to. The parents, the the new parents that have found themselves, you know, newly married and newly divorced, you know, because there's two sides of it, you know, um, we've got yeah. two people that came together and two people that broke apart. You know, what um, what's your
1: advice for them? Um, you know, like we have said, don't put the expectation on them that you're going to be this amazing new blended family that everything's hunky dory, picket fences. Um, don't put the expectation on them, but definitely put them in situations, um, where they could start that, that, um, that relationship. It's not, it's not forced, but you do give them the opportunity. I'm so thankful we were given that opportunity and I'm glad that we let our guards down mm-hmm. to accept that opportunity because a lot of kids would have just said, absolutely not. So yeah, to parents going through it, you know, don't expect it to be roses from the very beginning and there's going to be fights and there's going to be um, differences but they will grow to love if you don't force it kids are going to do what their parents don't want them to do so if you're forcing (laughs) it of course they're going to fight it
0: I think my biggest advice for parents is to live a better story like if you want your kids to be close then suck it up and be close to your new adult family, you know what I mean? To the, yeah, yeah, to the ex or to, you know, like live by example. Um, It's easy to turn to hurt and hate and um, pain. Like that stuff's easy, Um, but kids are watching and they will pick up on it even if you quote unquote, try to, you know, shield them from it. Not saying that that's what happened with you and I, but I'm just saying like in general, I look back now and how really blended our family is. Like everybody gets along and loves each other and accepts each other and, you know, Christmases and birthdays and everybody's together. And I just go, oh my God, like if <laughs> I, n- I never would have written, everyone, this story. Guys,
1: I never written yeah, that story. <laughs> absolutely not. Because by everyone, we just need to clarify like my mom and my dad. Yeah. are with. Are together like yeah. they're divorced but all of us are together Yeah, and yeah my mom and your mom are together at Christmas and our Christmases aren't complete unless we're with each other so yeah, yeah I mean if you would have told us we would have I mean we will go back to faith the only way that happened is through Jesus and that's the only thing that can be said about that but yeah. we would have never we would have never written it there's no way we could have written it no
0: and I think yeah, like I, I wrote this in an Instagram post uh, which made this podcast happen but I you know yeah. I sat back I looked at a funny picture of you and I at a wedding and um, I said to myself I'm like nothing reminds me more that there's a bigger plan um, that you you couldn't write your future even if you tried and that your attitude will hundred percent, determine that outcome then when I yeah. look at you or I text you or I look at a picture of you and I like I just go there's nothing that you know God in a positive attitude can't do because we wouldn't we wouldn't be yeah. close without it
1: nope nope
0: I don't know crazy I just love
1: I love you. it I love you I love you too <laughs> this is so much more emotional than I was expecting
0: <laughs> so is there as we wrap up is there anything that you want to say that we left out or anything to people going forward about you know this crazy little thing about step step and blended families
1: yeah I mean I I think you said it but love always wins like you cannot go wrong with love um. There's gonna be there's gonna be hard times, no doubt. But if mm-hmm. you go to it, even when you and I had our falling not our falling out, but when we had our differences, like there was still that mutual respect of love there. And I just think, I mean, there is nothing that it can't overcome. And I 100% believe that. I, I totally agree too. Well,
0: awesome. We don't. We just. uh I hope that you know. I'm putting this out there, and that this podcast is changing lives and um you know there are new kids new families new parents that are listening and um you know let us know what you think you have any questions or you know we're not um experts in this but we look you know we live through it and it's very very obvious um now that you know we we just love the monkeyness out of each other don't we
1: we do we do (laughs) all right
0: thanks for being on the podcast though
1: thanks for having me for my very first podcast (laughs) i didn't even know what these were until now (laughs) you did a great job thank you
0: for listening everyone and for more stories and or to support the podcast or be on the podcast go to www.eatpraylivealoha.com thank you again <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. did you ever see house
0: funny mm, um, no
1: Okay, hold on. I got to get these, um, did you say I need to put these headphones in?
0: Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, I don't think you need headphones, you're good.
1: Okay. I do this, right. and you're like, oh that just didn't work.
0: I'm not <laughs> leading you out, it. Um, but one cool thing is I don't have like a intro yet, so I don't even know how to like I'll I'll record that at another time. All right. (sighs) Gotta love bloopers, right? Thanks for sticking around for the credits. Mahalo and have a good week.